Welcome to the Ether. Today is Friday, February 25th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, which brings you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Find it using the link in the show notes. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, part one of a two-part space, exploring DowDow and DowUp with Tricky, the IBC gang, Team Adam, Juno, hashtag Dow. DowDow. Let's take a listen. Dive in with, with Zeke and the crew about DowUp. What's up, Jacob? What's up, Eric? Man, I've never wanted a weekend to go like by faster than this one, man. Like, I just want Evmos and like all that other stuff to come out. There's so much stuff on the 28th. Even like Passage, like I like I said, it seems like they all got together and they were like, let's just all make it come out on the 28th for some reason. And yeah, I think they just want to pump that March candle like as high as it can go. Dude, seriously. I know, I, even like I'm so excited for Monday. I felt like there had to have been something going on today. And I was like, dude, I have to be forgetting something. There's no way it's all on Monday. <laughs> like, it's just too much. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah, I think so. Noah, Noah is in here hey, now. Nice. Noah, you can. Nice. Noah's one of the other devs on Dallas. Hey, Noah. Nice to meet hey, you. Yeah, same. Thanks for having us. Of course. We, uh, we appreciate you guys uh, taking the time out to come connect with the community and, you know, share a little bit with us and, you know, maybe we can uh, get you guys some feedback too and some, some insights from the community. Sweet. Yeah. That's, that's what we want. Yeah. Dude, we'll, we'll trade info for feedback any day. Yes. Yeah. I will say that's like the coolest thing about going into, you know, like the, the, the discord is anytime there's been a question or anytime there's been like requests, you guys are super responsive. You know, you're, you're super helpful and then you're always like willing to, you know, take community ideas and see if you can implement that. So it's really cool to see you guys doing that. I love it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah we, we we do our best. We do our best to be good at that. So appreciate it. Yeah, th- I mean, that's like the whole reason we're doing it. Like, this is for everybody, not for us. Totally. Yeah, that's like amazing. You guys are seriously making like all this stuff that people see and they're like, oh, it's so cool. You know, I wish I could do that. Like, 
but you know i just don't know how i don't have the skills like you're like eliminating that barrier to entry and just making it so accessible to people so so yeah it's it's a great mission I, I'm, I'm just so excited i've been i'm so excited since i first heard about all this stuff <laughs> keeps getting better <laughs> yeah i want to I think at some point I'd be happy to do it. I was talking to Tricky about this or Timmy um, about uh, people learning Cosmosm because it's you know it's possible to make a DAO on Data but you know you, you folks can also you know write your own contracts and do your own UIs and our code is open source so you can you actually we we'd love it if you'd copy it and make stuff with it so yeah and if it makes you feel any better I've never written a smart contract in my life <laughs> so <laughs> you don't actually have to learn rest and, and code you know code contracts be able to get in the space and, and help out you're making me feel a lot better about uh getting in there and just getting to work <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah yeah i know i'm excited because you know we just got so much stuff and then you know we're for netta the netta dow you know i think that oh yeah sounds super cool like we've been trying to figure out ways to fundraise and do all this stuff and this is going to be like I feel like it was like a godsend. It was like you guys were listening. No, oh, that'd be cool to have, huh? Let's make it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was. I'm hoping that we get some questions about that here because I think I think you know you guys have. It sounds like I, I sort of skim the Discord occasionally. It sounds like you folks have um, sort of you you have you're sort of pushing the limits of what we can do, but we can do it for sure. So um, we should. Yeah, I hope to. Yeah, I hope we can enable that. All right, so let's just go ahead and get uh, get started. We got some people in here, and we got you guys. So um, let's just dive right into it. And uh, Noah and Zeke, if you guys just want to kind of introduce yourselves first, and you know who you are and what you do, so that way, you know, people are a little more familiar about with you guys. Uh, yeah. So so I, I'm Ikez on Discord. You, you know, I, my real name's Zeke. Um, I am a dev on Dowdow. I was started pretty early on that project. I was there in October. Um, so I, I think I, I built most of our front end. Um, and so, you know, like, like Noah, Noah says like, oh, I haven't written smart contracts before this. And so I actually, I actually hadn't written a front end or UI stuff before this. So it's, it's been a really, really fun time. Um, getting to know you guys all. So. Yeah. Zeke went from nothing to just completely writing a front end. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm Noah. Um, I'm recent recently into DAOs also as a result of Zeke just telling me everything he was doing. It seemed cool. We've been friends for a couple of years, and I don't know, kind of exploring computer science and the space together because we go to school together. Or I guess did go to school together. Um, from the Bay Area, so around if anyone wants to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, NorCal up here too. I'm gonna oh. be there next San Francisco next Friday actually. Oh shoot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Might have to hit you guys up, get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Oh yeah, cool. So then let's start getting into uh Dow Up and uh DAOs. So just before we even get into Dow Up, can you guys just kind of explain what is a DAO and what can a DAO do? Yeah. So we we've 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 uh talked to I think this is a um DAOs can basically do everything you can do with a inside of the existing US legal system. So you know anything that you can do with an LLC as far as like order organizing a group of folks, uh, you can do with a DAO. Um, anything you can do with like a foundation, you can do with a DAO. 
uh, your Discord server, if it, you know, if you have a group of people, something less formal than LLC, um, you can do that with a DAO. Um, the advantage that DAOs have over this existing system is that they have guarantees about democratic control over finances, and they have guarantees around um, transparency. And that, that comes from the fact they're on blockchain. So they, you know, it's sort of where DAOs, I think, spawn is like, you know, we have these existing governance systems. And I'm sure like, if any of you have like worked for a company before or like gone to a public university or, you know, anywhere, right? Like, and these things are like massively complicated. They're difficult to audit uh, and they're not very particip participatory. Uh, and we're trying to fix that with these DAO things and build something that's better and that is more supportive of communities. Yeah, I, I also think it's important to mention that like, like everyone should keep in mind that a DAO is just an idea and at its core, it's a voting system. And like how simple it is, I feel like shows how powerful it can be because you can take the concept of a DAO and do, I mean, anything you want with it. That's pretty yeah. cool. Like that, I like that you're like providing the infrastructure for people to really like get ideas going. You know what I mean? Um, that's that's really huge. What um, so what is what exactly is is DAO up and like how would somebody set up a, a campaign or like a DAO? Yeah, so that's a great question. I think so. You know, DAO DAO comes from what I just described of effectively. You know, we see this lack of transparency in these existing systems. We have this great, like, giant distributed system that has guarantees about transparency. We can build DAOs on that. Um, what DAOUP does is it tries to answer this question. It does, so it effectively does two things. And the first thing is it tries to answer this question of, like, if you have an existing community that might not be organized as a DAO, how do you onboard onto that? So, you know, you have community funds and you have community members you want to incorporate as a DAO. And, you know, you in, in the DAO apps case, you want to, you know, do so via fundraising. You want to accomplish some goal. And so DAO can do that. The other thing DAO app does or tries to do is, you know, if we, we, we've seen in this existing crowdfunding space, um, one, how powerful these tools are, like with things like Juicebox on Ethereum. Um, and two, like how they can be bad, you know, like you see these Kickstarter campaigns and things like that, where people back it and then they sort of disappear or like, you know, it's like you send your money, you meet the goal, it goes to the creators and then you're like, okay, hope this works. And DAOUP sort of leans on the ability of DAOs to give community control of finances to groups and moves that into that space. So when you back a DAO, or when you back a project on DAOUP, you're actually guaranteed to have democratic control over that project's finances at every phase of your backing. Um, so before it reaches its goal, you're entitled to a refund at literally any time. We 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 can't stop you if you want to get a refund. Um, and once it gets its once it reaches its goal, the DAO doesn't see your money until you have governance tokens in that DAO and thus have control or you know control and are a member of its project that's like so cool because 
you know, it's, I think we're, we're seeing a lot of stuff where there's like not a lot of accountability on the back, on the, like the backside. Yeah. So, you know, people are getting funds, you know, and then it's like no guarantee that they even have any say, or, you know, like you said, there's no democratic structure um, that's even there. And then even just, you know, in a more basic sense, like there's so many communities that are doing things, like you said, but there's no like formal system to get them to be able to make decisions together. Um, that's one of the biggest things we figured out with, you know, the Netta Dow group is that, you know, we're this group that has all these ideas and then we have this community. Um, but how do we make that formal? How do we make it official? How do we actually start yeah, yeah. and do things? So that's really cool. Um, yeah. and, 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 you know, and we think too, like, you know, those are, those two points are like sort of in this existing system. Like how can you use DAOs for it and take advantage of the advantages of DAOs? Um, but this also opens a lot of really interesting things, I think, in profit sharing with backers. And so this is a space that I think is really interesting of if a DAO wants to do a project, like say a DAO wants to write a book or make an NFT collection, you know, they've got to hire an artist or they have to hire illustrators or writers and they can fundraise on DAO up and then redistribute the, you know, have those funds that they make go back to the DAO and then in turn, you as a DAO member, you know, if they'd like to set it up like this, are, you know, you, you have some access to that, that money proportional to how much you backed the campaign for. And so I think it's not only a way of doing what these existing systems can do, but we think we can really do stuff with this that you cannot do effectively um, with what we have today. So, yeah, and I think NetaDAO is like, we're really excited about having that. So I think that, or I think that is a good example, at least, of what um what this enables so it's, yeah it's cool that you guys are enjoying this or and we hope you use it <laughs> oh dude i'm I'm pushing for it don't worry <laughs> yeah we have a few different ideas but you know one of the things that's like always like a something we come back to is you know like how do we make it necessarily like to where we can expand the reach and more people can contribute to that but then they also have participation in that and not just asking them to give us money so the yeah. DAO format is just like a, you know, the, the, just like, like I said, it was like, I feel like the answer, you know, to a lot of our, uh, our problems. Um, so kind of right now, you know, it, like you kind of just went over some of the things that DAO can do now. Um, and I'm pretty sure it looks like right now it's, you know, it's built on Juno. It's just going to be, you know, through, through DAO and with Juno tokens. Um, so where do you see DAO kind of going like in the future? Are we going to have like more features on like chain to chain? Um, we're going to be able to get more tokens through fundraising. What's what will that look like? Yeah, that's a super good question. Um, so I think in the immediate future, we're going to support funding token funding campaigns with uh, UST. Um, and once we have that, it becomes relatively trivial to add other uh, funding methods. Um, we're also interested in deploying DAO up to secret network, although there are some technical limitations of secret network that make that right now not possible. Um, but I think that's another space that I'm interested in. I think recent events have shown that like maybe people do want anonymity when they're backing a project. And so that's another thing we're looking into is deploying to other chains. Um, we're also interested in flexible funding goals. Um, so right now, it's, it's uh, you know, because we wanted to prioritize really security over features to start, we don't allow funding over the funding goal. 
Um, but that's definitely something on our roadmap to allow projects to have overflow like that. So yeah, we're, we're pretty excited about these things. I think there's, there's a lot to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you know, kind of just go back to almost like if you can imagine it, you know, it can, the DAO can do anything. So, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's like, that's the thing that's my favorite thing. I've, you know, it's been said in the, in the discord whenever I go in there and I have a question like, Hey, can can DAO up or DAO do this? And it's always a DAO can do anything. <laughs> and I love it. It's just like, I'm just going to pin yeah. that right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, it's like basically a launch pad for ideas. Like I said, like you would always kind of get people together and, and like, you know, before, and you know, you might have a great idea, but then it doesn't go very much. Like Tricky said, like this is kind of putting it as a solid idea out there for it to get funding and, and actually go further than than things have gone before so i'm excited to see um like where that goes and how that plays out what are yeah. what are you guys most excited to see as far as like what what kind of like ideas are you excited to see form into DAOs and become more successful using your infrastructure um yeah great question i know it looks like jake has joined so jake was jake i know has many interesting thoughts on this about what DAOs can do um Specifically, the things that I think we're really interested in on TowUp are uh, projects that are outside of the crypto space. So things, you know, I think, like I said earlier, in some ways, I view TowUp as a onboarding mechanism. And I, so, so you know, the first, uh, this recent campaign that got funded on TowUp is this Future of Water conference. And so they're having a, uh, a conference and they're gonna you know and they've done multiple of these before and this time they're fundraising with dow up and i think that things like that are a really really cool use of this stuff and stuff that we really want to enable yeah definitely things that just like help humans interact with other humans and like the world better than they do now i feel like most tech has like a positive feedback loop with use more tech have to use more tech and hopefully these projects can do the opposite where you like, you know, you use this DAO structure to, so you can actually do things in the real world in the meat space and not in the digital space. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what I've noticed with, you know, as soon as like the DAO tooling went live was just realizing how many people are out, out there that care about, you know, the world outside of crypto, you know, a lot of these, DAOs have, <laughs> you, know, you know, missions that, you know, aren't just related to, you know, you know, growing people's bags or making cool NFT projects. Like they're trying to make real impact on people out there in the world, you know, and, you know, and make that a reality um, through crypto. So it's cool to see that. And you mentioned kind of, you know, bringing, you know, projects from the, the from outside of crypto. Um, what are, so it's obvious that like some of these like, you know, earth restoration projects and charities are kind of like the first uh, use cases. What other outside like use cases and industries do you see forming DAOs and doing campaigns like this? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think that one area that I would really, I think I think that DAOs have the potential to really do well in and help folks in um, is mutual aid groups. And I have, I have a friend who's doing their PhD and they're doing some research on how these groups organize themselves. And presently, it's, you know, it's sort of this semi-opaque Venmo system. Um, you know, so effectively, these groups are like very distributed and they currently 
you know, they manage funds and they currently do through just do so via effectively just Venmo requests. Um, and that's, that's fine. And they, they do really good work. Um, I think a question I'd like to answer is could, could we help them do that good work with DAOs? Um, you know, and it's like, obviously these, the, 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 Sorry, the problems of these, ex, these, these groups are like, I'm not actually running one. And so it's hard for me to know exactly what's going on in there. And if, if this actually solves their problem, but I think that's, that is certainly a space that I'm really interested in seeing these DAOs grow towards. Yeah, I think, I think that was a good point. We really got to see these, you know, communities get in here and start to use it um, and give feedback on how it can be more useful to them, you know, and it's obvious that you guys are really focused on that. So, you know, it's going to be exciting to see that and the, the evolution of the DAOs and, and DAO up and everything you guys are doing. Um, so yeah. in that too, I know that the crowd here, there's already some questions that have been coming at their DMs and stuff. So, you know, everybody's here. If you have feedback, you have ideas for DAO, DAO, DAO or DAO up or DAOs, you know, these, are, these are some of the guys you want to talk to. They're, they're working, you know, directly on, you know, the user experience in the front end on how, you know, we see it and how we interact with it. So um, get your questions ready for them. <laughs> Yeah, and we yeah, we and we we definitely really want to hear from you guys. I think that like you know, and Noah sort of talked about this, this sort of loop of like tools for tools for tools or tech for tech for tech. Um, but you know, ultimately, like you know, I work in technology, and so it's you know, it I don't I feel like it's inappropriate for me to be super prescriptive about how this should be used. You know, you folks are out you know in the real world yeah. building things and doing neat stuff. And so it's like, it's, it's super, super, we really want to hear from you guys and how we can support you in doing those things. Yeah. Zeke and I don't, do not know how DAO could best be used. Like, like we were like, we we're talking about how cool this stuff is. We we're like, okay, let's build it. But we, we knew the whole time that our challenge was going to be, okay, how do we actually get real people using this and actually improving their lives? Because we're not going to be able to sit behind our computers and fix that solution with code, you know, like we need to do that by talking to just like as many people as we can, as many people that are not in the spaces that we're in as we can. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So before uh, we go into some crowd questions and feedback and suggestions, um, and I have, I'll have the first question to kick it off, but maybe do you guys have any, uh, you know, up and coming alpha or any exciting info about DAO up that you guys want to or are able to share with the community here? Um, there are cool projects coming to DAO up. Okay, that's that's, yeah. that's the alpha. Yeah. Um, we're we're not gonna do the other alpha that maybe some folks we just pointed by is DAO up is not gonna do a tradable token. Um, although I think a space that I think another space that I think DAOs can do really well at that existing systems can't is giving users of a project governance control over that project. And so on our roadmap is to make a community DAO for DAO up that manages. So currently the DAO 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 manages featured contracts and we also maintain a deny list of contracts. The DAO up DAO. DAO. Know, sorry, excuse me, the DAO up DAO. And, you know, obviously that should be more decentralized. And so I think as folks use this, I think if you use it, you know, we want you to be part of it too. So that's, that's one thing that I'm really looking forward to. I think it's great. You guys aren't really focusing on making a token and you're just really trying to provide tools and like public goods and then allowing the community to participate in that. I think that's awesome. And I think that that leads to 
you know, the best type of, you know, things, best type of communities that, that uh, happen to be in crypto. So I appreciate you guys for doing that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and you do see what happened with like a certain bridge, you know what I mean? So like you, the, the community definitely notices that kind of thing and especially in Cosmos. So I really appreciate that, like transparency and like, like Tricky said, you're building tools for the future rather than like rushing out a token so that you get a bunch of funding. You know what I mean? Like that's awesome. <laughs> so uh, appreciate that. Uh, now, AZ, did you have a question? You came up and been waiting for a while. So I wanted to check with you. Hey, uh, yeah, I had a question or two. Um, just before I got to that, though, I just wanted to say big thanks to Zeke and Noah for being here. Um, I'm sure a lot of us feel like normal people, but I hope you guys realize just how much it means to us in the community to have people from various projects and devs communicating with us. Like, you're the Vitalics of our world, and it's super, <laughs> super cool that you guys are able to sit here and talk to us, you know? Um, Anyways, uh, I had a couple of questions. Uh, the number one, and I'm, I'm sure you already explained it, but I am the reason they have an idea of crypto for dummies. If you could explain uh, what DAOUP is again. Yeah, sure. Um, so I think like if you're in the existing, you know, like if you just, if you want an analogy, DAOUP is a lot like Kickstarter. Uh, and what DAOUP, in, and then it's like Kickstarter plus DAOs plus better community governance is sort of like the elevator pitch for it. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think it would it would help to think of the alternative. Like you make a DAO, you want to run a project, so you go on DAO and then create it. And now it has zero funds and zero participants except for you. And it's like, how do you set it up? You could send a tweet and then have like hundreds, like your hundreds of people in the community you know, DM you their, their wallet address and then you like keep it in an Excel spreadsheet and like you see how much they sent you and then they you they trust that like you'll take the amount they sent you and proportionally give them governance and it's just, you know, it's this organizational mess. And so DAOIP kind of just takes that and abstracts it away and lets you just with like a few clicks essentially create this escrow system that allows the DAO to be funded, the community to be created without any, you know, coding on your on your <laughs> you know hours of time spent in excel yeah does that does that does that help answer your question yeah that does that's great um, my only other question i guess that i can think of is just from a usability perspective i kind of asked it on discord but um, i messed around with dowdow briefly when it came right when it came out and maybe i was using it wrong but i was trying to make sure just the actually how to use it case was if you were to create a dow does DAODAO itself actually create your governance tokens or are you supposed to mint those on like Juno Mint first and then you'd port them over to your DAO and distribute them to your members? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, DAODAO does support both, but by default, it'll make you a governance token. So if you're, if you're like Neta and you already have a token, you can make a DAO with Neta as that governance token. Um, I think that's a little bit more of an advanced use case. If you just want to make a DAO, We'll do that for you. So I guess the question then becomes, just out of curiosity, is why would someone want to do a genome mint then if they could just do it on DowDow for, I guess, I think the genome mint cost is what, like two Juno to mint a token now? Yeah, that's a really good question too. Um, I am not super familiar with Juno mint, but I think it does allow for a little more customization. Like when we make you a governance token in DowDow, we we know we we do so in a way that makes sense for a governance token. 
if you are on Juno Mint, I think there's there's some extensions. Like you can select what type of token you want, and we just give you like a nice one for using it with the DAO. And so I think if you were really interested in the mechanics of how your token works, you might want to use Juno Mint. That's awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for the question. All right, if there's anybody out there in the crowd that has questions that uh, wants to come up and ask uh, Zeke or Noah anything, feel free to request your mic and we'll let you up. Um, but I kind of have like a Neta DAO specific question. Uh, what's up, Zaki? Zaki just loaded in. Um, so say we want to do like a first round of fundraise for <clears throat> our treasury and we want to do Juno. We want to designate like a certain percentage of treasury tokens to go to that. Later on, can we still do like a second campaign um, when there's like more like IVC and like uh, interactions and more tokens that'll be able to be onboarded um, through the same DAO? Is that going to be a possibility to like continue to do like a DAO up campaign for the same DAO? Yeah, you can, you can absolutely do that. And it, it's exactly the same process as the existing one. So you'll, you'll do it once and then you'll do it again. You know, the second time, maybe you select a different token as the fundraising token. That's going to be cool. So that's like, that's just super, like, so easy. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, because, you know, we're we're at this point, you know, we had to get creative because the Neta tokens, you know, after uh, the 28th, it's all being burned, anything that's not claimed, which is almost nothing anyways. Um, so it was like, how do we create a treasury for the community? Um, and also to be able to do some of these things we wanted to do, because we kind of wanted to do some, like, treasury building and do some, like, IBC, you know, venture. But it was like, okay, the ohm treasury raise is obviously not the way to go. It's not sustainable. It's not like a real like token model. It's it's got to be a better way to do it. And I feel like this literally does that for us. So I'm just super excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And I, I think too, like you know, I think you guys can really with Dado as well. I think you can you can gradually onboard. So like if you, you know, it, I think the the direction we're heading with Dao Dao, uh, and I was actually working on this today, uh, is I think we're going to make government systems more flexible. I know that you guys had some interest before in having multiple governance tokens, and I think that's, so, you know, the ability to, to support that is is coming up. And so I think that, you know, as as you folks, um, uh, you know, you can you can you can I think you can really gradually onboard onto this. And I think that's that's a good good thing to do. And then, too, a follow up to that is: Would we be able to initiate the DAO up campaign through the DAO? I'm assuming the answer is going to be yeah, because the DAO can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, maybe yeah, or do we have to do it through like a trusted multi sig party? Or how would that look like? Uh, yeah. So you, the way that DAO up currently works, and I think supporting this. The way the DAO currently works is effectively the only way to make a campaign is via an existing DAO. Uh, and in practice, that existing DAO, if it's the netted DAO, you know, will have zero Juno in its treasury, and so it's not really a problem. Um, so yeah, and, and so so what that means is effectively yes, like DAOs, you know, DAOs can do everything, and they do make DAO up campaigns. In fact, it's currently the only way to make a DAO up campaign. I think it's definitely worth noting that it's like you don't submit a proposal via DowDow to launch, like to, to create the campaign. You submit a proposal to activate it, but you do have to, like a person with a wallet right now, 
goes onto the DAO of UI and it hits create. Now you could just like, you could write some docs and you can just write, copy the message directly into the DAO DAO proposal message field, but that would just be a little trickier. I don't know. I don't think it would give you anything. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like the community votes on it and can release like the tokens to fund the DAO up, but Right. There has to be like a trusted party to initiate that on that on that side. Yeah, and so right. I, I will say like we've explicitly designed DAO up to reduce the amount of trust needed for that initial trusted party. Yeah. So like this is what I was saying earlier about how the the way that our and there's some docs about this on the docs website, um, and I talked about it in this video I did with Timmy. Um, but so the, the the way that this works is there's really not a time that you there's there's literally never a time that the DAO has money you have contributed to the DAO and you don't have governance tokens in said DAO. So I think like I, I would I would think of it less as the cr initial creator of that DAO has to like be trusted and more as if they have a task to make the DAO up campaign. Um, right. And 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 I'd love to chat more about like there is some like very there's some very edge cases where like they could abuse that, but it's also very visible in the DAO DAO UI. So you, it would be very, it would be quite obvious to folks if there was something fishy going on. Yeah. And, and like even a not trusted party could create the campaign and it would be fine because the DAO immediately has the ability to update all information about the campaign from except for like the funding goal right now from the DAO. So like the creator has no permissions after they hit the create button. Yeah. This is like, I just, I just love all this. this <laughs> is great. Um, so just want to remind anybody out there in the crowd, if you do want to come up and ask questions, just uh, request the mic, we'll let you up here. We're all friendly, nobody bites. Um, we're nice. Noah and Z uh, Zeke are doing a really good job answering questions for us. So feel free to come up. Um, and I have another question for uh, NetaDAO stuff, or maybe just even just DAO up in general. So is there a way to create like an escrow style uh, campaign where you have like milestones that they don't, that their funding isn't released until they like reach certain milestones um, and maybe like the people that were a part of that campaign are able to vote yes or no if those milestones have been reached to continue to release that funding and not be refunded or some sort of mechanism like that yeah so i think um i'll yeah so but, so yes um although the the way that you do it you won't it won't be in the ui as milestones i think the the way to, to the way to do that would be what we what we talked about earlier about multiple funding rounds or multiple fundraising campaigns, and so you could do an initial one, the people that back that join the DAO, and then the people that back that do the next milestone, which is another campaign that maybe has a different percentage of governance token, tokens allocated to it and has a different amount of money as its goal, um, and so that, that that that's effectively a milestone. Um, it, it's it's the same thing, just like the UI is a little different. Awesome, DAOs. Yeah, they can really do anything. So, <laughs> yeah, man, they can, they can. <laughs> I just love that. Whenever I like start thinking of a question, I'm like, yeah, it's probably a yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, never know until you ask. You know, but 
Um, cool. And then, Zaki, do you got any questions for them, maybe? I mean, I'm fascinated by Dow Dow. I've been uh, trying to learn more, and I saw this uh, uh, Twitter space, and I was like, I'm going to come hang out. Uh, I, I am very excited about like the futures of DAOs and Cosmos. And uh, so it was really, I'm just like, I'm here to learn. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and, and I, I can answer your questions about DAO as well. I'd, I'd love to, you know, if you if you hate it or hate DAO, I'd love to hear that from you guys or the people in the audience as well. It's actually really, actually really useful feedback to hear what people don't like as well. So, well, what, what I tell people is that software doesn't work until someone is angry with it. So if no one's yeah. angry, <laughs> something's wrong. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and if there's other things that I can explain, I you know if you have questions about Cosmosm or IBC, folks in the audience, dude, I can attempt to answer those as well. Maybe just kind of like a basic question of like, what is this going to look like when DAOs are IBC enabled um, and like Cosmosm is enabled? you know, on a layer in all these chains. So we're able to have more chain to chain and down to down interactions. Yeah, that's a good question. So so right now, Juno supports that. So you can do, um, so if you, with certain chains like Stargaze, uh, you, can, you can currently execute contracts on a different chain via an IBC message. Um, and that's not true of all chains. That's actually, so when I was saying earlier that, you know, we, we can't deploy this on secret network right now. Um, that's why they don't support that. Um, but you know, once they do it, it effectively, uh, I think, I think effectively you'll be able to do anything you can do between Juno DAOs, between DAOs, you know, between DAOs across chains. So it's, it's, it's kind of, it's pretty exciting. <laughs> um, I think the interaction of DowDow and Interchain accounts is going to be like transformative. Yeah, so I actually don't know what Interchain accounts are. If you want to explain that. Um, so what Interchain accounts are is an IBC channel. Um, okay, so this is like kind of down in the weeds. Okay, so like high level, it's the ability to have an account on another chain that is controlled over IBC. So typically, like the way you send transactions over, um, you send transactions on Cosmos is like you want to vote in governance, swap on osmosis, do any number of things. Um, yeah. You can um, uh, uh, you sign a transaction under for from some account, and you know the the account has control of some funds, um, and you 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 act with those funds. Um, what interchain accounts allows you to do is have an account where the messages for that account come over an IBC channel rather than getting like a signature from some account holder. So that means that anything an account can do on another on a, a, another Cosmos chain, um, like, you know, uh, 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 delegate tokens, vote and governance, all of this stuff can now happen over an IBC, can now about be like sort of remote controlled over an IBC channel. Hmm. Um, so DowDow can like, so, like, uh, uh, hopefully this inspires interchain account support in DowDow, because if we have interchain support in DowDow, we would be able to have a DAO on Juno that, like, is staking liquidity tokens on, um, oh, interesting. on, on Osmosis uh, and earning yield and 
restaking those tokens and swapping and everything an Osmosis account can do. Um, you can have a DAO on uh, on Juno that is like staking atoms on the Cosmos Hub and earning rewards um, and voting in governance and all of this stuff. Huh, that is really neat. I didn't know that. So uh, strongly, strongly, uh, very excited about kind of the hybrid world. So, you know, I'd say one of the tensions that sort of exists right now is that there's there's been a lot of work that's been going on for almost like two years um, on this sort of next generation DAO module called the, uh, the Gov Groups module um, in the in the in for like in the Cosmos SDK, um, and in many ways the features of it and DAO DAO kind of overlap with each other. But I'm I don't know I'm excited about both. Uh, I don't I don't I'm not an expert in either system, so I can't tell you what what Groups is better or what DAO DAO is better. I do know that like when we talk about putting Cosmos, uh, uh, Cosmosm on the Cosmos Hub, like one of the things people like I don't know are worried about is like, oh, is like if you have Cosmosm on the Cosmos Hub, like Dow Dow functionality makes some of the Gov Groups functionality um, redundant. Um, I don't know. I don't have like a fully formed opinion on any of this, but like it's just like one of the things that like happens in these discussions. Yeah, that's super cool. But anyways, like it's strong. Like I don't know. I I think like I think the the frontier of Dow Dow is Dow Dow plus interchain accounts. Um, it's like truly transformative. I, I I will read some docs about that. That's fascinating. Interchain accounts is basically done, right? Like the next Cosmos Hub upgrade will have interchain accounts. Um, it'll probably come out in the next in like probably like the the upgrade after superfluid staking for osmosis um uh there's a really nice blog post um about that uh, charlie from the uh icf did about interchain accounts on the cosmos blog uh, highly recommend reading it uh definitely like really we I, like the thing i am most excited about is like moving interchain systems or beyond like wrapped tokens like ibc beyond wrapped tokens like all of moving beyond wrapped tokens nice yeah that's super cool i made a note of that to look that up az you got your hand up what's up yeah just my question for for zaki to continue with the entertain accounts um to make sure i understand properly this isn't at all related to like a decentralized identity within the cosmos and not related to like the decentralized name service it's not like a single identity or a single um account for all, all your wallets on a cosmos chain is it like almost like okay so you could build that on top of interchain accounts um like like one of the ideas that has occurred is like if you use interchain accounts um you could have like a little bit of a world where it's like instead of having a separate wallet on every cosmos chain you have like your um your wallet on the Cosmos Hub, and then all of your accounts on the other chains are uh, uh, interchain accounts chains. So, like when you use Osmosis, you're actually just sending a transaction on the Cosmos Hub that then says, "Do the Osmosis transaction here." And like there are advantages to this model. Like you know, it simplifies custody. Um, it's it's kind of far future, but it's like it's definitely something that Billy from the ICF is like very much a big part of his vision um 
and like DAOs using like the Cosmos Hub or Judo or anything to like control assets on other chains is like very much like core to our vision. That sounds really cool and terrifyingly complex. <laughs> I mean, we build complicated stuff out of like, so like, you know, if, so it's like, you kind of think about like how I think of the technological progression, right? So like wrapped tokens are like the email app of multi-chain systems. Like they're like very simple. They're like what email is to TCP IP. Um, it's simple. It's not very expressive, uh, but it like gets you started. So now we get to like millions of IBC packets every single day, right? Um, now that means the relayers are starting to work really well. The like the uh, IBC stack is getting getting like kind of beaten on. Now we can start imagining like do, using the IBC stack for even more. Um, and I think these kinds of things, like both interchain accounts and interchain uh, interchain security, are really talking about like moving to a next generation system where like IBC is like even more sort of fundamental to like interactions wow it's like ibc 2.0 or something <laughs> well, i mean it's like but see it's like ibc is modeled off of tcp ip we're still using tc like most most interactions are using tcp ip v4 which like came out in like i don't know 1980 something right and like we've slowly been upgrading to IP, uh, uh, TCP IP v6 um which is you know you know used in like phones and some home internet access but certainly isn't the entire world and like by modeling ibc on tcp ip like we were able to have like I, ibc is really able to expand without like us having to like fundamentally upgrade the system that so there is ibc 2.0 stuff coming um that's being worked on um the big one is multi-hop routing um, so like if you like, if you don't, if you're on like the Cosmos hub and you want to do something on Terra or like Luna, um, and like, you don't have a direct, there's no direct Luna, for example, I'm pretty sure there is a direct channel right now, but if there is no direct channel, um, like you being able to like, I think like, like, you know, right now we are, we are like, we live in the world where it's like map of zones. It's basically a fully connected graph. Like every chain is connected to everything else. But like Map of Zones is probably gonna have like 500 chains on it by the end of the year. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. Well, just to continue picking your brain then, um, does this get more complicated then when you start introducing like other, like let's say, you know, you have Avmos coming where you could theoretically get Ethereum on the Cosmos SDK. Does that get more complicated? Cause now you have like a wrapped token, but it, be attached to an interchain account, but it's representative of a, of a token from another chain entirely, or is that all just included within this? Um, all of these things, like, I have a GitHub issue on the Evmos repo about, like, some ideas for, like, interchain accounts for Evmos. Um, I, there are, like, so, Fede is the person who, like, has this all in his head about how um, interchain accounts and Evmos all compose. Uh, I don't have all of the answers here. Um, but like, I mean, Fede was like one of the core IBC people, right? Like he, he kind of knows what he's doing here. Jake, welcome back, friend. How are you doing? 
Hey, everybody. How's it going? Been really just appreciating just listening. It's great. Uh, Saki, I loved your thoughts on interchain DAOs. I think it's uh, one of the reasons why I'm very excited about DAO DAO tooling as well. Um, because, yeah, DAOs in Cosmos can do things that other DAOs can't do. Um, like LP their DAO treasury on, on Osmosis with interchain accounts someday. That's going to be possible. So pretty excited about all that. Like someday within like the next like three or four months. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, that's like a lot of stuff that the NetaDAO wants to do. Um, you know, we want to get all these assets from you know all these different IBC chains that are, you know, very important parts to the Cosmos ecosystem, um, and mostly participate in governance. You know, because that's kind of what Neta was you know inspired and rewarded for was being involved in participating in governance. So being able to use the DAO to own those assets and control all those assets and all those different chains, participate in governance through DAO, sub DAOs, like it just blows my mind, like what's coming and how like, yeah, crypto, you know, three, four months is a long time, but in reality, that's so, that's so close. That's amazing. Yeah, so, so Zachy, at, at risk of getting into the weeds a little bit here, when you say that um, that IBC is is built on top of TCP/IP, is that is that to say that the IBC packet that I'm constructing is like literally serialized into the contents of the TCP packet? Like it's not it's not using no. an L7. No, no, we like IBC packets are typically serialized JSON, but they could be anything. Like for Evmos, you could have like ABI encoded payloads. Um, the way I mean it's modeled off of TCP IP is, so TCP IP has this, um, these set of abstractions, which are ports and connections. Um, and it's like these very simple uh, patterns of like sequence numbers, ports and connections have basically been like three simple ideas that have allowed us to like create the entire global internet. Um, in, and like be com and compose them in ways that were like completely uh, uh, um, like unimaginable to the people who created TCP/IP, right? Um, and so we, when we designed IBC, we're like, okay, like we don't know what the interchain world is going to look like. Uh, we don't mm -hmm. know what applications people want to build. Um, we're just going to we're but like we can follow this pattern and like use the learning that came from, you know, building TCP IP and be like, we'll follow that pattern and it'll, and like, we'll know that like, we'll, that gives it a really good shot at like, um, uh, uh, a really good shot of like supporting all of these like applications that we can't even imagine right now. Hmm. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I think like one of the biggest, things that people just like don't appreciate about how we built IBC is how much we drew upon the wisdom of like how the internet was built, drew upon the fact that like the Agoric people are working on Agoric had like, have like built extremely large systems in their careers. Um, and so like, we were really able to like tap into like, you know, wisdom that comes from having built stuff like this before. And be like, okay, like we're just gonna avoid like entire categories of mistakes. Wow, yeah, that's really awesome.
so we have uh, two questions from the crowd. Um, somebody asked if you could just like explain the difference between DAO DAO and DAO up. And then another question was, can you give an example of somebody that's using, it has a project on DAO, DAO right now? Uh, yeah, I can, I can take that first one. I think Jake has really good examples of people that are using DAO DAO. Um, DAO up is a way of funding DAOs. DAO DAO is a way of using DAOs. That's like the core. That's how they interact. And so when you use DAO up, you it's currently the case that you actually DAO up can only be used with DAO DAO DAOs. Um, I don't know, Jake. Do you want to take that second part? Sure. Um, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of really cool DAOs already on DAO DAO, even though we're just in beta. Um, uh, some of my favorites are Security DAO. Um, they're doing calls and walls and audits. They're also coming up with some really cool incentive mechanisms for making uh, more secure like protocols, basically. So things like exploit marketplaces and making sure that like you know people that are like uh, auditing contracts, maybe auditing is not the right word, but like verifying that contracts are secure have skin in the game, which is really awesome. So that's security DAO. There's a lot of validator DAOs that have really come up, and I think that that, that they're actually really extremely interesting. So we've seen uh, uh, validators like Kingnodes and and Jabby and many others create DAOs for their validators. Um, I think that's a really interesting pattern as a way to not only reward you know stakers who who stake with your your validator, but also to you know have a means for them to like provide input into maybe how you should act you know with your validator, what kind of things you should vote on. Who knows? Uh, but it's a it's an interesting development. I really do like seeing all the validator DAOs. Um, a lot of the protocols that are launching have their own DAOs as well. So there's a. I hope I'm not spilling too much alpha here, but you know there's going to be the decentralized name service DAO. Uh, there's going to be Juno Swap DAO. Uh, you know those are going to be I think some pretty big ones that are going to be very exciting. Uh, we've had I think pretty silly DAOs too, or not silly, but like, you know, just like kind of community DAOs. There's like uh, a Yuki DAO for some like anime VTuber. Uh, there is uh, a DAO ca called Starrybot, which is a DAO for the Starrybot Discord bot, which is really cool. Uh, it's a very cool integration that you can use today. So if you have a, a DAO, you can make it so that you have a token gated Discord for your DAO so that people have to have your DAO token in order to get to like certain channels in your DAO. Um, so Starrybot itself is DAO. I think that's a really cool thing. And of course, uh, DAODAO, you know, we're, we're this group that, you know, has many, many people in it now. Uh, you know, we're, we're also going to be forming a DAO, a DAO that builds DAO to win. Kind of meta, but, you know. I got to use Starrybot uh, today to um, engage with the uh, Stargaze uh, vote. So that was really cool. And it was really smooth. So, uh, shout out to Earth Validator for uh, making that. That was really awesome. And I was also going to mention that Earth. I think Earth Validator has their um, uh, DAO on DAO DAO for uh, yes, they do. How you vote on like that's really cool because and and that's honestly one of the. It was kind of funny because I had guessed the night before what it was because she was like kind of hinting it in our our uh, chat here. 
And uh, I guess I was like, I think that's what it's going to be. And I got it right because that's a thought I had had. Like whenever you, you know, you always see those commercials, right? Like the dogs are all sad and in the cages, right? And they want you to, they, they want you to give like 79 cents a day. But when you look into it, dude, like only like one penny goes to what it actually says on the commercial. Like everything else goes to like administrative costs and stuff that you don't really agree with. And uh, I just thought that that's so cool that, you know, she's using that 2% to like fund earth uh, restoration projects and the people that are, I guess, like involved with or like, uh, like interested in where that money goes, they can join that DAO and, uh, you know, uh, vote on what gets uh, where the money goes. So I just feel like that's going to be a more effective way to like donate your money to um you know causes that you actually want to see and and just another case of like how blockchain is really changing the outside world too not just uh you know um the uh, digital world so that's really cool to see and i i I really like that but that's awesome yeah they're a really cool validator definitely recommend delegating Tricky, did you say there's a second question? Uh, the second question was uh, what Jake answered, just the projects on. on oh, now. gotcha. That was yeah. perfect. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we've got a Patrick coming on stage. You have Patrick, a question, Patrick? Yeah, um, so this might be kind of out there. I'm not really sure. Um, but could potentially a DAO interact with non-crypto accounts or like on different platforms that are not associated to IBC or crypto whatsoever, but can kind of like a treasury that's able to run an account on a different platform? Does that make sense? Yeah, so I've actually been talking with some other people about this. Uh, I think there's some really cool integrations that are definitely possible with DAOs. Not all of them will be on on chain, but I've been talking with a group in particular about like a DAO controlled uh, Twitter account or a multi-sig controlled Twitter account, which I think is like a really cool idea. Um, like the idea would be like in order to send a tweet, like everyone would have to like vote on it in the DAO before the tweet gets sent out. Um, now that wouldn't be like entirely on chain because Twitter is not on chain, but you know, these kinds of things are possible, but they they definitely... I think requires some more thought and, uh, you know, if people have interesting ideas of what they would like to see, like, feel free to speak up. We'd love to hear them. Um, you know, uh, wait, so like, um, could it, uh, like, is that like a, you have to actually code it specifically or can it just be like on good faith that the, like a manual labor thing, is that like, a would that be possible or does it need to be like an automated system pretty much? Uh, I mean, it depends. You can definitely do things on good faith. I mean, that's the great thing about text proposals. Uh, you know, there you you pass a motion. You say like the DAO is going to do X, uh, and if you know you have a good community of people and you can you know trust them, then that's fine. But you know, there's nothing that guarantees. For example, if you're like paying to do or like just having you're voting to have someone do something in the physical world, like there's no like it's not the same trust assumptions as like on chain, you know, if, does that make sense or? Um... Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. Cause uh, you originally said like um, DAOs is pretty much like the new iteration of an LLC or S corp pretty much. Um, but in my head, I think like 
S-Corps and LLCs have been built like very much out and are very successful. And instead of trying to replace it, what if it were more just like something that could connect with it more? So then the DAO can then run the LLC or the S-Corp, which then can communicate or coordinate with other platforms that do accept the LLCs as opposed to a DAO for now, at least. Definitely. I think that there is a lot of really interesting things happening with regards to legal wrappers for DAOs. Um, it, to make those work, those that that's not really a software feature to build that that requires like legal innovation and, and talking with lawyers about like what exactly you're trying to do. Uh, but yeah, these these are definitely like super uh, interesting questions. The whole field of legal wrappers around DAOs is a very, very interesting one and enables a lot of really exciting possibilities. So for example, to buy like property in the real world, like a DAO will need a, a legal entity associated with it, like an LLC or like a C corporation. Um, now there's all sorts of complications that come with these things and, uh, you know, but it's, it's not impossible. And a, a lot of people are working on uh, legal wrappers for DAOs. Uh, it's in the Ethereum, uh, space but i don't know if you've heard of syndicate dow but they've done a lot of really uh cool work on what they're calling investment clubs and they're basically DAOs that can make investments as a group um and their main innovation you know like we have better like smart contracts and it's like way cheaper to like vote and our DAOs can do anything but they have a cool legal wrapper around their DAOs. but you know you can set up a legal wrapper around dow dow dow, dow DAOs as well it's just requires a lot of research and there's a lot of complications that come with it so gotcha because i mean could you use the example yeah you use the example of like real estate which is um a very legal issue not legal issue but so many legal real legal things but like maybe something more simple as like buying pins or buying tickets or something like that could that maybe then reduce the amount of legal obligations that are involved because it's really just buying tickets on an account and then giving the ability to sell them back to other people potentially or something. Hey, when tickets are NFTs, you'll be able to do that with your DAO. So <laughs> just wait. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, think like I appreciate a, it. <laughs> another like simple example of that is like, you know, if, if a DAO like pays someone to do work, it's, it's, it's the same problem space. Like, it, it, you know, like if you, you can't guarantee that someone's actually going to do work, like it's, this isn't really a, novel you know it, but it's a similar thing it's like you're you're you, we have sort of existing systems for this kind of thing and it's it's a, it's a it it seems to work reasonably well like people tend to do their jobs um and so you can you can set that up with this kind of thing it's true uh some of these things can be like replicated with smart contracts for example so for the the question of like yeah paying people and then someone doesn't do their work uh you can set up like a vesting contract for example where they get like x amount per month and uh you know the dow controls that contract so the the dow could vote you know to cancel that contract if they stopped doing their job uh at the end of the day like DAOs are made of people and all our organizations and llcs are also made of people and so there's you know in many ways we're trying to create something new uh but there's a lot to learn from the old systems as well so cool thank you i appreciate your answers yeah thanks for the question I just wanted to say that was a really cool way of explaining um, the the issues I've had, honestly, with DAOs and decentralized governance for a long time is like, what if 
the centralized part of the of the protocol, which is the devs or the person to execute whatever it is you voted on doesn't do it. And that's something I've always kind of wondered with, like just say an osmosis prop where they decide to change inflation, but then you know the guy behind it just doesn't do it. Like that's a very something I've always kind of worried about because as much as there's decentralized voting, it doesn't mean that there isn't like a central point of failure or issue. And I'm glad to hear that there's ways that innovators think about how to fix that. Yeah, I think that's why you want to bring as much of these things like on chain and automatic as possible so that when something is, you know, voted on it like and executed, it automatically happens. Um, this is why I think one of the things I'm really, really excited about, and Zeke was actually one of the first people to like actually do this, is DAOs can instantiate smart contracts on behalf of the DAO. And then those are like fully controlled by the DAO, which is really cool. Um, and there's just so many different things you could do with that. but uh, you know, I, I think it gets to your point of like, yeah, when some, when when the the autonomous part of DAOs, remember DAOs stand for decentralized autonomous organizations, is the fact that like in a in a world where more things run on chain, uh, when you vote on something, you execute it, it happens as was intended and as was like written in code and voted on. Um, so, but not not everything is is. Uh, is on chain just yet, so there's still trust, but that's okay. Yeah, and like, he, he, like I was doing a lot of reading about MakerDAO, and they run a stable coin on Ethereum called Dai, and like you know, it's like they've been running for a while and seem to be reasonably successful, and and they you know they have the same problem, you know that they like it, it, we're not going to move all trust with DAOs, but there are like existing social structures that seem to work okay for this kind of thing, and they've been using it for a while, like they they will. You know, the same thing as osmosis, they'll like vote to appoint some group of people to do some task and then fund them to do that task. And that's been working out okay for them. So this seems like, you know, there's, there's innovation to be done in this space. And I also think we can do it now. Got some awesome conversations going on up here. Some awesome questions coming. Appreciate all you guys for that. Uh, if there's anybody out there in the crowd that has any questions about DAOs, any questions about DAODAO or DAOUP, uh, feel free to request the mic and come on stage. Uh, we've got the uh, biggest brains in the galaxy uh, to answer those questions for you. Tricky. So, can I ask you a question? What's going on? Um, can you talk a little bit about StoryBot and how they're using the DAO? I think Jake would be a little, more, a little bit more about that than me, uh, or maybe Zeke, but uh, I think it's really cool. I've used it in uh, the Stargaze Discord and the Stargaze Trooper Discord. Um, so what you have to do is uh, you do a bot command, have StoryBot kind of verify that you have uh, certain assets in your Cosmos wallet. Um, so he brings up a little uh, link you can go to, connect your Kepler to, and it verifies uh, whether or not you have a certain amount of tokens, uh, maybe in the future it'll be a certain NFT, gov like, you know, governance tokens, you know, whatever you want it to be. Um, and then it verifies you in that Discord to have access to uh, certain areas in the Discord. Um, so like right now in Stargaze, they're doing their Genesis mint launch and the community has the opportunity to uh, vote on uh, what some of the projects that are going to be involved in that. So it's super cool. Um, they're not just allowing anybody to do it. You kind of have to be a star is a hodler and be a part of the community for real. Um, so it's really exciting to see that and see where, where all it's going to go.
speaking of which, Jake, super excited for it. Um, it's awesome. The, uh, the Twitter space earlier was was really cool, too, to get to know some of those projects that are launching. It was awesome you guys did that. Awesome. I'm, I'm really glad that you've appreciated it. And uh, yeah, working really hard to like get everything out the door and working on that all day. It's been exciting. So yeah. I must say, you guys are beasts. You guys never sleep. You guys are always working on like five different projects. And it seems like Just they come out faster than anybody else <laughs> and better than anybody else. Well, uh, Dowdow in particular is like an amazing community of people. I mean, Zeke and Noah are just like absolute champs and like they like took the initiative to like build Dow up as well, which is like insanely amazing. Um, and we also have like a ton of like other great people like Ben2x4 who, uh, you know, made, made GenoSwap is, you know, uh, like also a contributor to Dowdow. We have an amazing designer, Francois, who's like, you know, got like a lot of designs we're still even working on like implementing and hopefully we'll, you know, like get out soon. Uh, we're, we're, we're making tons of improvements like every day. Um, and then, yeah, just so many great people that have contributed to, contributed to Dowdow. Like uh, my friend Elliot, he actually made like what I, what I would consider like the first version, which was like just the multi-sig, but like he put a UI for the multi-sig and it, um, I was like, whoa, this is really cool. And then we like hacked on that and we made like the first version of the DAO contract and like the first shitty version of the UI. And, you know, uh, then uh, like more and more people just started working on it. And I, I'd say we have like, I haven't run the latest numbers, but I think over about 20 people or almost 20 people have committed code to the project, which is insanely cool. Yeah, the the Dowdow community is it's it's really inspiring to see folks just like it's it's kind of cool. It's like it seems like it's within the ethos of a Dow. You know, it's like you know someone will pop up and say, "I want to work on this issue," and we're like, "That's awesome, do it!" And it's 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 really fun. You know, if there's folks in here that want to do dev work, you know, or other work for Dow's, like you know, just go in the Discord, do it. <laughs> So I have a like a DAO DAO question. So when someone's setting up their initial DAO, what do you recommend someone setting like the uh, voting threshold to and everything? Because is that is that able to be adjusted through governance, like through the first couple of votes, or is that something you're stuck with forever? You you can adjust that through governance. Um, basically, everything you can figure in the DAO can be adjusted through governance. Um, we have defaults in there that we think are reasonably good, um, but uh, it, it sort of just depends on you know what is your threat model, how many folks are in your DAO, um, and you know what do you see your DAO doing, and you might change those appropriately, and you can always do that retroactively. Yeah, I think in many ways we're still learning what like the best settings are, uh, and we do have a lot of people have like ask me like these kind of questions of like how should i think about my governance token and you know what sort of settings we should be using and like people have like a lot of questions because i think for a lot of people that don't work in crypto full-time like DAOs are like a very new and exciting but very like mysterious kind of thing um and so uh case who actually works with starrybot is 
uh, going to be helping us uh, with, a, with a few other people. And we're going to be trying to create some documentation and guides around this stuff because they are, you know, very, very common uh, questions. And if anyone's interested in like helping with like documentation or, or writing guides or, or making videos, like do pop into the DowDow Discord um, and say hi. Um, it's a great way to become an early DowDow contributor. Um, and it's good to be a DowDow contributor. That's uh, my alpha for for the day. Um, so yeah, uh, that answered the questions. Uh, I don't know. Yes, yes, very much so. I think yeah, we uh, we definitely you know we're doing it for Neta, but I think too, we're, it's obvious that you know the group here for Cosmos Spaces, we want to make our own DAO too and do some cool stuff with the community. So definitely be uh, be experimenting with it and probably be in the discord again, asking more questions like always. <laughs> um, but we have some uh, people from the crowd that came up to, to ask questions. Let's go to Terrafolds first and then we'll go to uh, Urban. Hey guys, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for putting this on. I, honestly, uh, you guys already answered my question about, um, you know, just curious developers that are excited about um, DowDow and just everything that's going on. And uh, yeah, th thanks for that, you know, just hopping in the Terrafolds discord. needs to request speaker permission. Oh, can oh, you guys? I can hear you, Terrafolds. I'm not sure if anybody else can, though. Can you guys hear yeah. Terrafolds? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I can't hear it. It'll re relay it. To oh, me. yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Jake, I, I uh, and um, yeah, apologies. Is it is it Ikis? I'm sorry. It's Zeke. I don't think he can hear you for some reason. Oh, Zeke. Yeah. But yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. No, I, I just want to ask. Um, I can. Let me try to rejoin this thing. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, for for uh, for those of you guys that can hear me, I was just curious. Uh, for those of you that are working at Dow Dow, um, you know, Dow Up, uh, just in the Cosmos ecosystem in general, Juno, what what is um, what's most exciting for you guys about what you do? And um, I'm pretty sure you've already touched on it, but where do you see? It's hard for me to kind of quantize the, the potential that all of these tools have just because we're just in such a sandbox mode um yeah I, it's so so hard to grasp the possibilities but I, I wasn't sure you know the extent to which you guys see the potential that having these community basically programmatically building trust into these decentralized llc's as you mentioned Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good question. I think you know they can they can do anything. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I think you're right. Like we are kind of just in sandbox mode. Like it's it's unclear. Uh, you know, it's like Noah said this before, but you know, we're sitting behind computers building these things because we have some conviction that they're going to be useful. Yeah, um, for sure. And I, th and I think that uh, like the actual uses, the the uses of them will just sort of appear as folks on the ground like see this and see what they can use them for yeah how many uh how many hours of sleep you guys get a night <laughs> <laughs> not enough <laughs> i get like five five hours of sleep last okay. night past couple nights yeah five hours sounds about right all right you can yeah you can squeeze a rem cycle in there, so, there you go. <laughs> 
no yeah. REM cycles until Stargaze Genesis <laughs> Mint Day. We'll just we'll make REM DAO. It'll all be okay. <laughs> REM DAO. I love it. Uh, no, thanks so much, guys. I took a bunch of notes, so I appreciate it. Yeah, on your question, I feel like like my view of the like fifty years from now, the DAO world, or the, hopefully the world, like. I have, I have a very, like, non-concrete picture in my head. Like, I, I really, there's there's almost, like, no constraints about what it can be or what I even think it could be. It's, yep. like, it's more this, like, gut gut feeling inside me, like, oh, this feels important. But I don't know, I don't know why, aside from the fact that it's, like, the first big thing that feels like it's escaping the way that we've been taught things work. And like that's enough for me, I guess, to work work on it and be like, oh, actually, this matters. Whereas, like when I've worked at like normal tech internships, not not that tech companies are inherently bad, but I don't get like like existential fulfillment from that. If that makes sense, like yeah. like I like I love GitHub. I, I interned at GitHub a couple summers ago, um, and it was great. But at the end of the day, I was just doing like Ruby on Rails, like backend server web development. And it's like, I'm not doing anything for the world that like, you know, could like isn't already done or like okay. is going to actually radically change someone's life. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you start working on DAOs and you're like, holy shit, like <laughs> this could be anything. This could actually be anything. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's why it's so fascinating to me is that you can't really place a border on it you know it really is just kind of a void right now not yeah not a void but rather like boundless yeah yeah Yeah. i mean that's a great question the way i think about it is you know certainly yes DAOs are a void they'll be used for many things i really think of it as the future of governance like fundamentally like what we're creating is like the future of governance and that you know, like our current, I'm sorry, my voice is like not super great. I actually got COVID at East Denver, but you know, oh uh, man, it's fine. I'm fine. It's just Omnicron. Um, but uh, yeah, DAOs are going to be the future of governance because in many ways, like we've entered a world in which like algorithms control our lives and we have no say over how they work. Um, and I think you know DAOs are in a very very early stage, and in many ways, the governance mechanisms that we have inside of DAOs are are very much rough and they're very imperfect. But they're going to get better, uh, and we need them to get better because we're in a world where, frankly, algorithms control people's lives, and people need to be able to govern the algorithms that control their lives. Um, and you know, there's obviously a ton of you know other things with regards to what DAOs can do. I mean, they're they're new ways of uh, collaboration, their new ways of raising money, their new ways of um, like coming together as communities. Um, there are like, if you look in the Ethereum space, there's a ton of cool DAOs to look at, like things from social clubs to investment DAOs to like just legal DAOs to DAOs that govern like multi-billion-dollar protocols. Um, yeah. And I think we're going to just see more of all those things. Um, and why I'm excited to work on. On, on DAOs is because I, I think DAOs are actually the thing that will fix a lot of the, the problems with crypto. Like some of the problems with crypto I see today is that there there's no recourse. Like the governance is like very imperfect. If something bad happens, like 
there's no one to appeal to like you lost all your nfts or you lost all your money um you know this is not to say that we want to like bring in like state actors or, or regulation but governance itself is like important and leads to a better like user experience at the end of the day um so yeah i'm really glad that everyone here has like tried out dow dow and has tried out dow up hopefully and i urge you to like check out the cool ca campaigns on dow up and invest in new and interesting DAOs, um or just like participate in, in newer newer new and interesting DAOs. but you know we're at the beginning of a very very long journey and it's going to be super exciting nice yeah, I have yeah, one I, question actually. Um, so personally, I have not gotten into DowDow yet. Uh, like tried it out like physically. Uh, I only just found out about it. I heard uh, Zeke's video on YouTube, and it that blew my mind. Um, but um, I have a question. Like, how what's the process of making a proposal, and how much does it cost specifically? Is it like an easy process for the community to like easily make a proposal and then vote on it and everything? Or can you explain that maybe? Yeah, we're trying to make it as easy as possible. I definitely urge you like go try it out. Uh, we have a test net too. So if you don't want to spend any real Juno to make a DAO and it doesn't cost very much, like you can make a DAO for, I think about 10 cents right now. Um, someone should double check that, but um, like voting costs like a cent. Uh, and if gas prices get lowered on Juno, which is I think quite likely um, as the chain is performing pretty well, uh, you know, it'll cost even less than that, which I think is super cool. Um, there's a UI for creating proposals, um, which like Zeke has done an amazing job like putting together. Uh, and that UI like allows you to like write a title and a description. And we have like um, a special section to add like on-chain messages. Uh, and we're trying to create UI like, so for example, common thing we've said is like anything is possible with DAOs on DAODAO and that's really kind of true. There's a custom message section where you can like paste in any valid on-chain Cosmos message that could be calling another smart contract, that could be making a new whole, instantiating a whole new smart contract. Uh, you know, that could be like, for example, putting your DAO's token as liquidity on, uh, on JunoSwap, for example. Um, but we don't have UI for all these things yet. We do have UIs for common things like spend proposals. So say you want to request money from the DAO's treasury to do something like there's just fully UI for that, which is uh, one of the things I'm really excited about. And I think we're going to do a lot more work on to add more and more UI templates for people to do more and more stuff. But that give it is a try. awesome. Oh, I will definitely give it a try. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. <laughs> it uh, just cost me four cents to make my own uh, DAO. <laughs> Well, okay, so it's less than 10 cents. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried to make a DAO on Aragon in Ethereum? Last time I tried it was like over $900. So. A little bit of a difference. So we got uh, the Urban. Let's go to you. Thank you for being patient. Hey, for sure. Yo, thanks, thanks Tricky, uh, for, for hosting this space. Uh, you guys can hear me? Yes, sir. All right, sounds good. Yeah, so um, I'm about to ask like a two-part question, and uh, I'm just gonna give you a little background real quick. So uh, I work for a clean tech company, and one of the issues that we're running into is when we, after we um, install all of our equipment or our technology, we're realizing we're having a problem with onboarding. So my first question is, is it possible? Because I think this could work. 
that we can actually turn the paperwork and all the different tasks associated with the onboarding process into an NFT collection and then tokenize that stuff and then actually make the token available to the on-site person so that they can always access that information and the token would just um, be associated with each site that we install at. Does that make sense? First question. Yeah, I think you could do that. All right, cool, perfect. Second question in is- In general, you can do mo most things if you put your mind to them and, you know, uh, it's just that some things might not be as easy to do right out of the box, you know, um, something to keep in mind. But yeah, definitely like DAOs can like uh, mint NFTs for members and things like that, so. All right, cool, because basically what's happened is, I mean, long story short, once you onboard this stuff, like say, for instance, you know, we, we go through and we, we install and then, you know, the person who's managing this has never dealt with this type of technology before. It's just an onboarding process, right? And so it's basically like they have a bunch of steps that they have to take. And again, it's just a bunch of documentation and paperwork. And then we're sending a bunch of emails and we're sending like, you know, text messages. They're not able to receive it. So I just feel like if you can store this somewhere and they can just access a token, whoever's there, and they can always pull this information and kind of make the documents like NFTs. That's the first thing. And I guess the second question would be, could the DAO be in place to actually manage what should happen and like you know change steps or if we decide to change something in, in protocol or if like uh some instructions change or we add a new feature to the actual actual technology would the DAO be able to like control and make those changes to that uh to those documents when they're happening in real time and again when the owner of that uh that site or the, the person who has the token when they access the token would they be able to see those changes within there so it's like the DAO is actually really managing again our onboarding process if that makes sense yeah, so like, I think all this stuff is definitely possible. Um, I'm not sure that like we we don't have like you know we haven't heard of this idea before, so we don't have message templates for it. Um, but if you you know if you if you're I don't know if you're in the Discord yet, but if if you if you join it and want to ping me, we could we can try to figure out how we can how we can make templates for this kind of stuff. I think there's a lot of people asking about how to manage NFTs from DAOs, so it's a common question. Right, May cool. I ask what you're onboarding specifically, or is that uh, too specific of a question? It is not specific, actually. So long story short, I didn't want to go into all these details. So I, I work for a clean tech company, and I know you guys have heard everything about like the EV charging stations, solar, battery, and all that stuff. So basically what happens is we'll go into a building. We, we mainly deal with uh, restaurants, um, retail stores, anything less than like 50,000 square feet. We'll, we'll install our, uh, our controller inside there. And what we're able to do is we're able to manage all those assets. So when people bring on like fleets of EV chargers, when they bring on like storage, when they bring on like uh, solar panels and everything, we're able to manage those assets along with other assets in the building. And so what happens is facilities managers are used to like managing that process, but they have no idea how to manage EV chargers, right? They haven't been doing that. This shit is new. And so when this stuff comes on, they have our stuff in there and it works great, but they don't know what's going on. So they need to be constantly like, updated and reminded of, of what's happening. And so the issue that's happening is when we're sending these emails out, facilities guys don't answer emails, right? Unless a fire is happening or something bad is happening. So it's just not really working for them. So I feel like if we can put this in, we can tokenize this stuff. And again, and just issue a token to each site. Then when something happens, they can just go, you know, pop open a token and hopefully they'll be able to access the information that they need and let the dial kind of, kind of manage it. So that's, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, actually, a friend of mine does research on, um, he was actually in this call earlier, but it looks like he left, um, does research on 
on microgrids and has similar interest in maybe using a DAO to manage that kind of stuff. So I think that there's, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert on this, but talking to him, it does seem like there's, there's application of this stuff in this space. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'm the urban techie or whatever. I'll, I'll DM you um, if you want to, if you want to chat or whatever. It's one of these things where it's definitely outside of the traditional NFT box, but just working in that, you know, in the clean tech space and obviously kind of knowing things that go on in the NFT and, you know, the blockchain space. I think the opportunity is there for like real case, real use cases that can be applicable now. And I mean, I feel like you guys are super smart. You probably, you can do this probably freaking sleep if I gave you like <laughs> app and everything. Like seriously, one thing that's important to keep in mind as well, though, is like you talk about easy onboarding, and if your clients don't use crypto at all and they've never used a wallet before, like this actually might be harder for them. Um, So that, like, you know, it's still early days with these technologies, and like when it comes to onboarding, like we try to make creating a a new DAO as easy as possible, but you still have to have a crypto wallet, um, and like you still like. You know, if you, you know, want people to like, I mean, yeah, that's like going to be, I think, a big barrier for like a lot of your users. And, you know, it's something this might like, well, I just wanted to say that I think that the onboarding is still a little bit difficult with with that regard. Um, And so, yeah, that might be something you may want to keep in mind as you're exploring different options for like optimizing your business. As much as I love uh, crypto and blockchains, like, you know, and it's very, very cool tech and many things are possible. It's still really early days and still hard to use for a lot of people. And it's not always the best solution for every problem. So big facts. Yeah, I thought about that. Anyway, like I said, I'll, I'll DM you. I thought about that part, too. So I think it's one of these things where I'm not going to hold up the call, but I just wanted to just kind of get you guys' feedback. I'll, I'll DM both of you guys. And again, I can just kind of show you what I mapped out and like the way I kind of thought about, you know, handling that situation as well, because I know everybody isn't, you know, crypto literate. So, but anyway, thank you guys for your, uh, for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for the space tricky. This is super dope. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Do you see a world, do you see a world where you will not actually need to have a crypto wallet or do you see a world where you're required to have a crypto wallet in order to interact with blockchain? I see a world where, people don't even know they have a crypto wallet and they just have one. Um, like, do you know how like your bank account like works or like a website works? No, some people just like open up their phone and then they like see a number and you know, they, they trust that number cause they see it on their screen and their phone. Um, at the end of the day, this is like public and private key cryptography. And as I think in the next couple of years as crypto becomes like bigger and bigger, uh, you know, Apple, like, for example, could like seamlessly solve like crypto UX like overnight and make it super easy for everyone to have their own like wallet or like public and private key and like keep it safe and backed up. Um, Same thing with like Google. At the the end of the day, like a large part of the problem is like, you know, the UX is hard because it's not like built into people's phones in like in how they're used to. and it, it it introduces some you know pretty new ideas like i'm a millennial and i remember like when my family got our first computer and my parents were so confused about email password log- logins like for them that was like a brand, brand new thing and you know i was like young and like a sponge and so i was like you know dialing up and like joining the internet and stuff but you know these like the whole ideas of like wallets and addresses like it's taking a while for these things to like 
really like get into the public consciousness. But I think it eventually, you know, maybe this is an optimistic take because I work in crypto, but I, I do think that eventually like these things are just going to get so built into browsers and mobile phones that like people won't even have to like think about installing a separate app or like, you know, doing things like that. I'm not sure what, if others have different thoughts. Now, what about uh, you, like traditional currencies? You see crypto taking over or living alongside? These are these are really big questions. Um, I see them living alongside. Uh, I think that that's like the most likely outcome, to be honest. Uh, but you know, anything's possible. Do you think that DAOs could create that connection to be living together kind of thing? Is that what a DAO could potentially be? Because it's technically to me like a, just a wrapper. So it could like almost wrap the two different worlds together. Um, there's a lot of work that's happening in certain countries like uh, around like what they're called central bank digital currencies. Um, and in a world where like those exist and like uh, many countries have been like exploring them lately uh you know and who knows we might even someday have one in the us like th those would integrate super well in in this kind of dao system um so you know and they would just be other tokens uh except for their tokens that are issued by the central bank of your country and you have to pay taxes in them but the mere fact that you know they would be on blockchains and they could interoperate with other blockchains would be um would allow for like dao's to like take advantage of them um but yeah they're they're these are complicated questions uh and those are the best yes. answers i have for you no i appreciate your answers they're great they just, they just come to me i'm actually driving so it's just whatever comes to my head out my bad though <laughs> cool I see az has his hands raised and then i've got to go but maybe uh see and noah can hang out a little bit more but um yeah i just wanted to comment on the last thing you said real quick before the other people ask their questions but like the moment that my bank account becomes like immediately connectable to like a dow as like the, the the u.s government like gives out usd coin as their own thing then like i can like pay rent with my roommates to like to our landlord with a dow in like a few clicks and super transparently like everything we we get like we, the moment that happens we could automate everything in like a trust in like a transparent trust trustless way which would be pretty sick and I yeah like you're really pretty close cool. to that <laughs> we could even automate paying taxes you know just like yes. that would save me a lot of work but if i could see which DAOs my taxes go to and then see how they use my money like wow cool. az go ahead yeah i was just gonna say have, have a good one jake i hope you get some get some sleep yeah <laughs> yeah Coming in, Jager. Yeah, my quick question is really just about the using DowDow again in regards to making proposals. And so, if I understand correctly, you said there's a UI available to actually submit a proposal yourself. So, would that make it in such a way, like, let's say I wanted to change the governance, or I wanted to change the inflation of the DAO token? Um, could you then put that in the proposal so that if it were to pass, like, it would be done through the DAO? It wouldn't need to be done, like, by a separate person with you know some sort of tech knowledge, or would that have to be done? That is how it works. You you make a DAO proposal to change the rules, and the DAO votes on the rule change. And if the DAO votes yes, uh, then it passes and can be executed, and then it's the new reality. That's the 
autonomous or like automated part of DAOs that is really cool. So once the proposal passes, like it sort of becomes law and no one really has to do anything. Yeah, that's wicked. Um, and is there a, like, if you wanted to more, a more customizable fluid side of things, like maybe something that was outside of the DAO, is there an ability to modify that or no? It just gets, uh, and perhaps Zeke and Noah also have thoughts on this question. It just gets really tricky. Um, like you have to figure out, like you can only control things that are like on chain or in Cosmos that are on like an IBC connected chain and not everything is like that right now. So I think Twitter is a really interesting example. Now people might build integrations that allow you to control those things. And if you trust those integrations, you could integrate like, for example, like third party websites or whatever. Um, but it's complicated. And, you know, we already talked about like legal wrappers and stuff like that. Anytime a DAO does things in like the physical world, you're like running into um, like physical legal jurisdictions. So I actually tend to recommend, it's a, it, every DAO is different and every like use case is different, but I tend to recommend people to like focus on like digital only things. Cause I think those are kind of better suited to where DAOs are right now. But yeah, like doing things like buying property, like there's no way for a decentralized autonomous organization to like buy property. You have to have a legal entity now. Uh, like, yeah. So the minute you go off chain, I think things just start getting really, really tricky. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's really complicated once things go off chain. Uh, so it really depends on like what you're trying to do. Uh, some things might be easier than others. Some things might be workable through like integrations. Um, uh, yeah. Amazing. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Cool. Well, I'm going to use this opportunity to sign off, but you know, maybe Zeke and Noah will be around for a while and you guys are in good hands. And it's been, it's been fun like listening in and then like joining for a little bit. But later. We appreciate you, Jake. Everybody make sure to give him a follow. Stay up to date with all the cool stuff he's doing. Um, and thank him for coming and sharing all the knowledge with us. Hope you have a good rest of your night, Jake. Until, the, until next time. Thanks. Bye. See you, Jake. All right, Terrafolds, what you got for us? Hey, guys. Um, yeah, thanks, Tricky, for uh, for hosting. Um, so you can know, I, I, I was curious uh, from just a developer standpoint. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what your background or your guys' experience is, but I'm, uh, I was just curious to see what types of challenges you guys face just in, in general in, in building, it, you know, both from a general standpoint and from a security standpoint. Yeah, so Noah can answer that really well from a general standpoint. He's been doing really good work on the DAO UI. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, Zeke has all the security knowledge. Um, he's just been wrestling with security contract code. But, I mean, the general sense, it's it's really it's really helpful on Cosmwasm because the docs um, are great and the JavaScript library is just pretty straightforward. It's like, oh, you want to query, query a contract? just call the query contract function. Um, and also because all these projects are open source, like you can just look at how we did it and we've probably done most of the things that you'd want to do, at least on a technical level. Um, most of the problem is just like how 
how is a human going to think about this and how do we design this website so that it's as least scary as possible? <laughs> um, and that mostly just comes from like how you design the front end, honestly. Less of a technical issue, more of a, psycho like a psychological issue. Does that answer yeah. your question? Yeah, very interesting. No, no, that, that was great. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Yeah, and, and I think like I can speak like from a security perspective, um, I've done InfoSec work for a while. Um, I think that this, this, like, frankly, this is the, like, the stakes are high, but I feel like, and then I like what Noah said, like with Cosmwasm, this stuff is, it's really, really good. Um, and they've really thought about things. And I, like, yeah, I, I feel the most, I feel like it is written by people that know what they're doing and like writing these contracts, you, there are, I, I have yet to find a foot gun. And so I think, I, you know, I, I would really encourage folks to like, you know, go read the Juno docs and go read the Cosmosm docs and just like write a contract. Cause it's, it's, it's like shockingly easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and like, I mean, it's fast too. Like Noah and I were talking about, if we wanted to build DAO up with um, with you know, these traditional systems, like if we were like you know we built DAO up and like re, like we we built it for two weeks, put it in a test net for a week, and then launched it the third week, and like that would be very hard. With uh, it would have been harder at least with this existing stuff because you know you're given such like precise control of what's happening with these funds, and you can like there's no like. There's no like weird API that has versioning problems. You're not going to have like a credit card transaction that clears and then is revoked. Like, y you know what's happening, and it, it's it's really it, it's it's really nice to work with. Um, and you know, I think you know time will time will show if 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 this model works well. But I you know from what I've seen, so like, and so I, you know, I, I've written contracts on a, a number of other chains, and it, this is app you know far and away the the easiest and safest I've felt writing them. Love that. Thank you. Yeah, no, I've just been uh, kind of tearing through the, the docs and, and stuff recently. And uh, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah, thanks for the question. And, you know, you should join the Dada Discord and ask questions and join the Juno Discord and ask questions. And love to yeah. point you yeah. towards code. I didn't mean to have just a major nerd moment. I was just honestly curious. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Yeah, thanks, guys. Noah, Zeke, do you guys have an invite uh, Discord that you can maybe post on Twitter that I could post in here? Um, I don't think I'm allowed to invite people. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's on the DAWAP. Um, it's in the footer. Okay. <laughs> you want to find that real quick, but we can also send it. It's just a, it's just a link to the DAWDAW Discord, and we have a DAWAP channel on it. Do you want me to tweet it, or would you rather just grab it? I have a post up here that people can get to the uh, DowDow website, DowUp website, and I'm pretty sure from there they can get to the, the Discord, correct? Yeah, great. Yeah, just scroll to the bottom of either web page and click the Discord icon. Yeah, there's the same. Thanks, guys. Is there anybody else out in the crowd uh, listening that has any questions? Uh, feel free to request the mic, or if you don't uh, want to come up here and talk, just... DM one of us 
um, or if you're in our Telegram group or Discord, you can also uh, just send your message in there. We'll be sure to ask for you. And do us a quick little favor, retweet the the uh, space, please. Don't forget, we're doing um, a giveaway right now to in our Discord. Ooh. Are we going to give away some Juno so people can make some DAOs? Maybe uh, experiment and play around? I think we should. I think in honor of the um, DAO DAO team here, I think we should do that just for them. Yeah. Let's some Juno. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be awesome. And let me know if I can help with that. Oh, we, we got it. No worries. You guys are putting in a lot of work on the on the back end and making us be able to use all this stuff. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's super cheap to do it, guys. Like literally, it's like pennies. So it's it's fun to do. You can have make, name your own DAO, name your own token, boom. And it's it's actually you know the funny thing is like if you go to testnet zone or similarly testnet.dowup.zen, um, you can do it for free with tokens from the faucet. And actually, funnily enough, typically the UI there is slightly better than the UI in DowDow because we we push out development changes there first. So it's cheaper and better. And, you know, it's, it, we, yeah, go, go, go play with it. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've also got to clear out here semi-soon. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really great to have everyone out here on a Friday night. This is really sweet of you guys. Love to answer any more questions people have. Yeah, actually, um, yeah, before you guys hop off, just real quick, I, I just jumped into the, the Dowdow Discord. I have two admins up here, Else How and Meow Stargaze. Is that am I in the right spot? Yep. Meow Stargaze is multi-chain maximalist and Jake. The same, they're the same person. Else how is Nick. Um, and then I'm you know, I'm I'm Ikez in there. Oh, awesome. All right. Thanks guys, appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Any last questions before we uh wrap up the uh questions for the team and thanking them for their time they uh we're very uh we're very fortunate to get their time and their brains so take advantage of it while we still got them for a couple more seconds but if not everybody make sure to give them a follow uh follow the data page the data web page um get on there like they said get on the test nets uh the faucet is in the juno discord you can get free tokens for the test net and you can get in the playground and just start messing around and see what it's like without having to spend real money. Well, yeah, no, thank, thank you so much, guys. This is, I mean, it really means a lot to have folks in here and talking about this stuff. And, you know, you, you guys are like the, you're the bedrock of this operation. Like we couldn't do it without you. And, you know, we're, we, we, you know, we can improve ourselves, but we improve way better with, with you folks. And so, and thanks, thanks guys from the Cosmos Spaces group for putting this on. It's like, it's really fun. So. You know, we'll do more of these as more things come out. and Yeah. Hell yeah. We're all in this together. You know, we're all going to make it together. We're all going to we'll be in the ride together. So we appreciate you guys for uh, for coming. Looks like uh, maybe you know, there's no other questions coming in. So we'll let you guys go. I'll let you guys get in your few hours of sleep that you get. <laughs> uh, you more work to do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. Never yeah. done. Thank you yeah. so much for coming. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks, guys. This is really great. Yeah. Thank you. Make sure to Have give a... them a follow, guys, so that you can stay up to date with everything they're doing and uh, support them. Cool. Yep. Cheers, thanks, folks. Guys. And join the Discord yeah. and ask questions, too. So, All right. Yeah. See ya. Have a good night. Thank you. Later, guys. Can confirm they're very helpful in the Discord.
you know, no matter what you ask, when you ask it, uh, you'll make, you'll get a response from somebody and they're very receptive. They'll, they'll even try to integrate your feedback if they can, you know, like we heard during this space. So don't be afraid. Hey, Tricky, did you, did you get to see anything about the marble Dow? I've seen a little bit of it. Um, I don't know that I've seen enough to be necessarily impressed. Um, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it just seems like a more scarce, like kind of trying to do what Neta did and then have some like NFTs and stuff, yeah. um, which is cool. You know, it's like if they, if they have the community behind them and they get it going, um, you know, it'd be great. You know, I think that's the most important part about anything is community. Um, I just haven't like gotten into it enough to get a, get a real opinion of it. Yeah. Um, it's cool though that people are, people are doing their doing thing and making down. Yeah, I just saw it's like a new thing out there. I thought I'd ask your opinion. Ricky, did you make it just now on testnet? What's up? Did you make a doubt just now on on testnet? On mainnet. Oh. Yes. What a real doubt. I wonder if you guys love. You guys will never find it. You'll never know what it is. So I might as well just tell you. Uh, it's called Wombo Dow. <laughs> Wombo? Yeah, you know, like Spongebob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Wombo, you're Wombo, we're all Wombo. Exactly. <laughs> Bro, I love Spongebob, so, yeah. Same. <laughs> I mean, look at Patrick, he's in here. What's up, Patrick? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I actually made a few dials on testnet. Um, it was super easy. Yeah, testnet was just like the exact same, like super easy, super smooth, um, cool UI. You can make it for free pretty much because it's free to uh, testnet tokens. And mainnet's like just the same, if not smoother. And it's cheap. You said it was like 10 cents. Yeah, super cheap to make the, the DAO. It was like 10 cents total, including gas. Like, <laughs> but, wow. Yeah, it's amazing. And then two, like, yeah, like, like the combo too with that up, like it's literally you start your, your idea, your company, like your community or whatever. And then you have like an immediate mechanism to like fundraise in like an accountable way and like, a, like an effective way. He mentioned another DAO. Was that on an Ethereum network? Yeah, I think it was one on Ethereum. How There's a couple other, uh, like kind of like tool like creating DAO things and uh it's just they're they're super expensive and there's been a lot of like exploits and like the way that they're doing things is just have like it's still all an experiment. So you know like there was that one DAO where that <clears throat> somebody had like enough control of governance tokens to be able to drain the treasury and they could do it. They did it in a way that like they hid that they hid that they were doing it from everybody else and so there's nothing anybody can do. It was it was crazy. Because like that technology, people always find a way to exploit it. So that's what's like super cool about this stuff is it's super like straightforward, simple UI, but everything is always like they you know they're focusing on security first. So yeah, AZ, I think. Well, I was just asking if you had any updates on the Neta DAO. I haven't checked into that Discord in a while, and you were talking about it. Like, do you know who's creating it? Is that is that going to be you coming up with it on DAO? 
Uh, I actually reached out to Max the other day and asked him that. I was like, hey, so like, has Core One or you or anybody like made like the official community one or like, what do you think the process for that's going to be look like? And then he's like, we <laughs> we actually hadn't thought about that yet, you know, because they got a million other things going on. Um, but I think that you know, I I recommended like probably be best for like him or Core One or somebody to like initially start it just so that everybody feels safe and like you know we know for sure like this is a legit one and then just go from there um but at the same time it is a community thing you know so maybe we just as a community kind of vote on who who gets it going and go from there uh, but we just got to make sure that everybody knows which one's like the official community DAO, you know so that nobody gets you know scammed or locks their net in the wrong DAO for 14 days or something <laughs> Has it been settled on the plan though, or they're not going into an N3, right? It's going to be like a net a lock for N2. That plan's still happening. So here's the cool thing. All that stuff, we don't have to even do yet to have the DAO. So we can just onboard everybody into the DAO, and then we can start to actually vote on that through the DAO. Um, so like originally, like or initially, there's only going to be the net of governance token um, through that DAO. And there's not going to be any lockup rewards or anything like that, just because, for one, I don't think those contracts are ready. Two, um, that'll take, like, governance to um, make that a reality. Um, but that's where the sub-DAOs are going to come into play at the moment, because the dual token mechanism governance wasn't uh, a thing at first. So that's where the sub-DAO idea came into play. Um, so that actually, like, makes it really cool. So if we want to do, like, a layer two, like an N2 to, like, reward DAO lockers and all that stuff, you know, we can create that second DAO at any time. And then say we get to the point where we want to have like that third layer token, we can just create another sub DAO. So like, we don't have to like totally change like all the tokenomics or anything like that to keep going. Uh, we can just like create sub DAOs for each purpose. True. I guess where I get like a little lost in this whole thing is that like, sure, net is going to be the governance token for the net of DAO, but like, what are we governing? <laughs> I guess is where I get kind of lost. Exactly. So. That's where like the vision, like initially <laughs> we're just governing the community and what we want to do, you know, because we don't have that vision set in stone yet. Like there's no mandate for the DAO or anything yet. Um, so that's kind of like the whole point of, uh, you know, CM's like the, him putting together like the gray paper with the, the all the ideas from the community um, and trying to give us that framework because we do kind of have to like keep that in mind of where we're going um, or else it's like, yeah, like what are we governing? <laughs> you know, what are we doing? Um, for sure. so I think that as we get into DAO, we'll get more focused because right now it's just kind of like an open brainstorming thing. Um, and then even me, like full transparency, I haven't like the last like week or two, I haven't been inactive as much in there recently, um, as I should have. And I'll, you know, now that it's like more time to be live, like I'm going to be trying to be in there more and participating and making sure it's all smooth for everybody and, you know, make it happen. That's exciting. Um, what up, Patrick? Can you guys can you guys hear me good? Because uh, somebody said my mic sucks. <laughs> it was a little uh, rough for a second. It wasn't bad there, but but yeah. All right, uh, Patrick, do you have a question? Yeah what what's the test net for the Dow Dow? Where's the beta? Is that is test net or that is mainnet? Sorry. Uh, the beta is still the mainnet. Um, it's just that it's not like the the official release version. Yeah, COD's always like, oh, we're in beta, you know, but you can still play it. 
Um, it's just like meaning it's not like the finished official release software, but it's still usable, um, kind of in like in general terms. But then the difference between like mainnet and testnet is like mainnet is like the actual blockchain where your real Juno is for all the real live stuff's happening. Testnet's kind of like a play playground for you to um, experiment. Um, you get Juno X tokens is what they're called. Some people call them Junox. <laughs> um, but uh, those are free in the Discord. You just go to the faucet channel, uh, put in your wallet address, and the bot gives them to you. Uh, you can only get like four at a time, but everything on there, the testnet's like super cheap. Um, so it's just your way to like experiment and learn and mess around with things without having to spend real money. Yeah, I meant more. Where can I find that link? I, I uh, just can't find and navigate it. Yeah. <laughs> to the so the to the uh, Dadao testnet. Yeah. Do I? Is that? Yeah. There, there's a separate like URL. Or are you saying that's like through the Discord and it'll just direct me from there? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there is a separate URL. I'm not exactly sure what it is. No. Yeah. You know where you can find that. I got you. It's just testnet dot prefix to nice. well, nice. thank you for both of them yeah appreciate that what up mayor hey guys <clears throat> i've uh been listening on and off tonight finally got settled so i can uh chat and uh I, i've learned a lot about dallas i thought i thought i knew <laughs> i thought i knew a lot but i guess you don't know how much you don't know until you listen, you know? It's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. What amazes me is it's like, it's like an, it's a volunteer, it's an all volunteer force. I, I know once you get a, a DAO governance token and, and like, like, I guess my question is like, most of the DAO's tokens are just for, for voting, but some, some of them do have some worth to them. It's, it's like, it all depends on the DAO, I guess, right? Yeah, totally. So the the intent for them is all to be governance tokens. And I think a lot of them like won't try at all to be like traded on a DEX or anything. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a per permissionless environment. Anybody can list any token um, on GenoSwap. So it's bound to happen where we see a lot of DAO tokens on there. Mm -hmm. um, and then like you said, depending on what the DAO is, it might have more, you know, have some real value to it because you're your governance power might have some real influence on some real projects that maybe you're involved in, you know, some, you know, economic incentives. So it just it really depends. And then others might just be like, hey, what what meme should we put out on the Twitter this week? You know, which doesn't doesn't yeah. really have much value. Yeah, yeah, I know in the Ethereum world, like things are a lot more expensive, and some of those gals do have some worth to them. Um. But yeah, I just it's it just boggles my mind. Like like I, I think I heard someone saying that to start up a DAO over on in ETH world, it was like nine hundred dollars or something like that. Where it's just just wow, yeah. But I wanna I wanna spend some more time on Juno, and I think this might be a reason, a good reason for me to uh, to go over to Juno and spend some time on a what was a DAO up or just. Uh, Dow up and Dow Dow. And Dow Dow, yeah. So you need a, a Dow through Dow 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 to uh use Dow up. Um, but you don't have to use Dow up if to have a Dow, if that makes sense. Yeah. But Dow up's like probably one of the best tools that DAOs will have in general. Um, so it's really, really cool. They're gonna go hand in hand. And Tricky, you said you're part of the Neta Dow? 
I'd say the NetaDAO is anybody who has Neta and wants to be a part of it. Okay, um, okay. And I, I happen to be a Neta holder, so yeah. Um, but uh, but in the Discord, um, there's kind of like a thread where it's dedicated to DAO, the DAO and DAO ideas and kind of where we want to take it and what we want to do. Um, and it's really just community driven. So if anybody has ideas, you can always hop in there, share your ideas, share your feedback. Um, we have some kind of like a general direction we're taking. Uh, but nothing set in stone. That's what's going to be like the coolest part about this is that we're going to be able to vote on all of this through the DAO and make it all happen through the DAO. Um, so I'm excited to see like where the community takes it because it's going to be kind of like the first like like proof of concept for like where a community can take a, a token and a DAO. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, and I saw earlier that uh, Zachy popped in for a while. How long he was he was on for like what twenty minutes or so? That was yeah. cool. Yeah, he was up here for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I was I was busy. I was working and I just got done working. I was like, oh man, I'm I, I think I caught like the last 10 minutes. Like I just hopped in and just dropped like knowledge on everyone and then just peaced out without a word. Yeah. <laughs> Probably gonna right, have a little yeah. whiskey or something. I don't know. Last time he was on, he was like, I'm sitting on whiskey and <laughs> Or he was like, dude, I want to just listen. I don't want to always talk. I'm going to go to my alt and just listen from the crowd. <laughs> yeah, like, I wonder how many times, like, Sonny's actually in here with his, um, you know, undercover profile. Seriously. We're just on the web page listening in and we can't see it. Yeah. Like Pup most does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see Jeff is in there. Who? Pizza. Remember we helped out Pizza. Oh yeah, Pizza. Our uh, newly initiated cosmonaut down there. We uh, onboarded him this week. Got him on Osmosis. Made his first transaction. Got him uh, to buy some Juno. Make an IBC transfer back to Juno and stake some Juno. It's pretty cool. Speaking of which, if there is anybody out there who maybe has never used osmosis uh don't be shy raise your hand and uh let us know maybe ask maybe we will have some questions to ask you about why you haven't used osmosis and what we can do to help you uh start using it and if there is anybody else out there that uh just has some questions or wants to come on stage and talk about anything or say anything or Whatever, feel free to request the mic. I'll even sponsor the next question for funsies. I'll give 3,000 Huawa to the next person that comes up and asks a question. You can DM me your wallet and I'll send it. Ooh. All right, I got a question for you, AZ. <laughs> rules are rules, hit me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We don't bite. We don't bite. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part one of a two-part space with Tricky, Zeke's, IBC Lounge, Dow Day with Dow Up and Dow Dow. Recorded on Friday, February 25th, 2020 Dow. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by 
Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at wefund.app. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Waking up like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and her racist yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show Staring at the fucking Rick Roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Merc's gonna cash cow, country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden Trying to be so full, spitting that molten Lava from the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle And offer it to the god who hit the gas full throttle Blasting off in a rocket The many people who will, will see things happen to them That are in their favor Tell someone's looking over me. That's a that's a fascinating phenomenon when that happens. And what, when you analyze those situations, what you find is is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability. Stitching these writings, living that life like who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks. Looking at the rectangles, damn, they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here. Cutting off heads just to bring cheer. Getting all fired up, Tiger King, line them up when you'd give an arm and a leg just to try the junk. On some first time buyer's luck, Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch. And put your hands up if you fuck this year. And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare. And put your mask on just to go outside. Looking at the planet about to downsize. So climate change will not make Earth Basically, every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization. Terrible spaces.